Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay will be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Huh. What up, Dominique? Hey, what's happening with you? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Mike B. Gang. Hey, three guys on. Gang. Welcome back, gang gang. Gang, gang. gang, gang. Been about 10 minutes for us. I don't know how long it's been for y'all. <laughs> gang. gang, gang, gang. Thursday Freeloaders, what's happening? How y'all feeling? Man, we're going to have a, another tier just so people hear what we talk about between podcasts. Yeah, 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 that was a, yeah, <laughs> that was a good conversation. Y'all missed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the Burning Bridges tier. Uh, hey, you got a comment, Dirt Mob. <laughs> dirt Mob? Oh, got a Dirt Mob. mob. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Dirt Mob. Dirt Mob. You free, know what? Hashtag Free Spain. <laughs> free my nigga Spain. <laughs> right, right after we recorded, like a week later after that podcast, mm-hmm. the story came out. That MySpace lost all of the data from tw- like 2006 to 2014 oh. because of a server migration problem. Oh, and it was like I was like, oh man! So the hope of of finding that MySpace page oh is gone. So you got to find Spain and hope he has an old hard drive laying around. He, he ain't. He don't. He don't. I know he don't have. It. He got cornrows now. It's 2019. <laughs> People with cornrows don't have old hard drives. <laughs> oh man, my dude, Spain. Man. He got cornrows in 2019. Yeah, he still has cornrows. There you go, Mike. I made that post public. Is he about <laughs> your age? Uh, no, he was. He was younger. Okay. He was young. He's still. I think he was probably a teenager. Probably. He was probably like 19, 20. Okay. At okay. the time, because he just graduated high school, joined the National Guard. Yeah. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. <laughs> uh, also, uh, right, before we, right before we started recording, uh, speaking of Dirt Mob, Mike B mentioned his red mulch. <laughs> red mulch. Yeah. Uh, you got red mulch at your house. <laughs> Cardi, Cardi B has red bottoms. You got red mulch. You know? You don't understand. This, this. is bloody mulch. <laughs> bloody mulch. <laughs> You don't understand how green your grass is till you put red mulch on on the side. Now, what's the what is the benefit of red mulch versus they the just normal? put it all down out front? They put the red yeah. mulch down. That red mulch changes everything. Yeah. Really, <laughs> it changes yeah, everything. They put it down every year. Yeah, but why red? I mean, like instead of they, do you know what the differences are? Instead of the like the darker, it just it. it I'm be honest with you. Um, visually, it just looks better. Oh, it's just aesthetic. Okay. Yeah, it just it just looks better. Okay. Um, uh, not to say that I'm keeping it with the Joneses, my neighbors. Uh-huh. All right. Their names are, one of them are Jones, by the way. Oh. Um, but I did look at my yard, and I looked at theirs. I'm like, I like red mulch. I like the red mulch versus my brown mulch. Oh, they had the red mulch. They had the red mulch, so yeah. I went and got some red mulch. Okay. And I sprinkled it down a little bit. Got some red, 20, 24 bags of red mulch. Got a rake? Yeah. <laughs> did a little raking. <laughs> a little raking. I did a little raking. <laughs> what, what, what my thing is, what I do is, I like to hire white people. Uh, right, and go. then I look out the window and drink my soda as they do all the hard labor stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> cleaning up yeah. the yard. Then I threw, I did, I did the the mulch part. 
Okay, so they they basically <laughs> cleared out the old mulch and yeah. debris. Oh yeah, yeah, because I know what I was doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you just poured the new mulch. Mm-hmm. You came in at the end. They threw up the alley oop. And you jumped up Came and, and caught it out of the air and threw it down. Yep. Yeah, that was your role. With reckless abandon. <laughs> nuts in their faces. Yep. Came in and dunked on the neighborhood. Yeah. But yeah, I got that red mulch. I right? got that red mulch. I got that got the bloody bushes. <laughs> it's not blood red. That'd be weird if you had blood red mulch. Yeah. And see, and then I found out my other neighbor who told me that because I, uh, I'm not going to say the county in case I got them stalkers. Yeah. Um. But because I pay, you know, taxes, whatever, I could have went to the to the junkyard or the dump and they have red mulch there. Okay. And I could have got all the red mulch I wanted because oh. I paid county taxes. You get also oh, that's just so part you could of the get deal? the mulch for free. Yeah. Oh, I could have got oh. some free mulch. You could have gotten some government mulch. Yeah. <laughs> I cheated myself. Cause all, the, all, all this is just brown mulch. They threw some red dye on it. Why did oh, you really? Cheat yourself? I didn't know. So shout out to my neighbor Mill. Now for next year, you're going to know that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna know, like you're gonna have so much red mulch next year. I'm gonna have some red mulch in a in a bag right now, an old hefty bag. Do they have a, a cap <laughs> on how much red mulch taxpayers get? Can you keep going back? You like, get as much as much mulch as you want. Let me get 180 bags of red mulch. <laughs> okay, it's yours. <laughs> yes, sir. Right this way. You just gotta, you know, this is gonna weigh the truck or whatever you have in. Right. You know? But you can, you can, you can put as much mulch as you want in a truck. How do you get 24 bags of red mulch home? Mm-hmm. Just pile them up in the car. Yeah, fold the seats down. Mm-hmm. You have an SUV? Nah, oh. not a trip to Home Depot. Oh, you just back and forth. Yep. like eight bags at a time. Uh, I, you know, I, I got like three or four bags. Throw them in the trunk. Oh, this ain't enough mulch. <laughs> Go back again. <laughs> See, I love going to rare. I, like, I love going to Home Depot anyway because when I was they, in there yesterday. It was packed. Yeah, I love rare. I love Home Depot. Sometimes I just go in there just to see if I could just go out there without buying something. <laughs> just browse. Don't touch yourself like that. Yeah. Okay. Just gonna don't browse a little bit in Home Depot. Let's see. Uh, okay, that's nice. I don't have one of those. <laughs> no, I always want a new spigot in the in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they got a whole wall of spigots. Interesting. <laughs> look, at, look at that spigot. I I went to shop a little bit at Home Depot. I don't go that often, but I'm like, mm. ah, a motion sensing porch light. <laughs> hmm. Changes the game. Yeah, I don't have one, but I sh- maybe I should. Maybe yeah. I will. Yeah, ring, yeah. right? I have ring. I have two ring cameras. I have the doorbell and the spotlight cam in the back. My biggest fear is be checking my ring camera and somebody looking in the ring camera as they get ready to break into my house. Oh, <laughs> that's like they, why they make eye contact. Like with me. me, you have to get the ring alarm. Ah, the ring alarm will notify authorities uh, <laughs> that someone has broken into your house. Now, the thing is, this is one thing. Maybe they'll add in the app later. Um, so the ring, okay, someone trips your alarm, you have like, you can set how much time, because when you walk in your house, the alarm starts counting down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's defaulted to a minute, you can make it two minutes or whatever, and then you have to put in your code by that time, mm-hmm. or it goes off. The siren goes off, it's really loud. And if someone is coming in to kill you, then they can maybe get get you killed You know, in that minute where the alarm's not going off, or whatever your mm-hmm. number is, could be two minutes. Mm-hmm. There's a panic button on the keypad for the alarm. Okay. So you can just immediately set it off. Uh, but I don't think, I got to double check the app. I don't think there's a panic button in the app. So what if you're upstairs and your keypad is downstairs and you've noticed someone has come in your house and your alarm hasn't gone off yet because the countdown has started. Mm. I'd like to be able to be sitting in my bed comfortably <laughs> and set the alarm and just make the siren That's go off. you're supposed to reach up underneath the bed and get that shotgun. Get yeah, that, get that six have, shooter. Okay, I got to get a shotgun. <laughs> shotgun costs more than the alarm. That's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's the that's the whole point of life. In case you can't get to that to the alarm, yeah. or they don't show up yet, you can at least hold off, yeah. hold them <laughs> off to the proper authorities show you up. Could do that. Or you could just close and lock the door. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the motion sensing light, <laughs> the motion sensing light will probably deter people anyway. It turns on, it's bright. Uh, so that, you know, that's just that I should probably get. Yeah. But now I'm thinking like, man, they're coming, man. They're gonna come get me. That's what happens when you get a house and you're in the suburbs. For some reason, you assume people are coming to get you. They gonna get you. And uh, no one's coming to get me in reality. That's not happening. You don't know yet. Yeah. You well, never know. It's I, a, I don't want to start a conspiracy theory. Yeah. But they might try to come get you uh, after this podcast that's going to air that aired on Monday. Yeah. Right? Gang, 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 gang. Yeah. Where we talked about a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And then we found out that a certain thing needed a test to cut it out. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah so they could be coming our, for us. Yeah. We did talk about like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, a, a doctor that was targeted by Big Pharma, mm-hmm. uh, supposedly. This is a very risky podcast. Doctor in quotes mm-hmm. and targeted in quotes and Big Pharma in quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible. But you know what? I, maybe, I'll, uh, maybe I'll have to worry about that. Maybe I'll have to get some, uh, you know what? I'm going to get some red mulch, <laughs> but I'm going to put some shards of glass in there. So uh, if they walk across, mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, all right, you guys, now, now it is bloody mulch. Oh, you're going to home alone your house. I'm going to home alone. <laughs> you That's right. You don't need anything else. You just need regular household mm-hmm. items. Um, heat up your doorknob. They burn their hand. They're not going to break in I got now. a couple of Legos my son still play with. I can just put them right at the front door. Yeah. That, that shit suck, man. Yo, a, f- a Lego with a butter with your foot at yeah, 3 o'clock yeah, in the morning yeah. will ruin the rest of your day. Matchbox car. <laughs> yeah, Matchbox, Matchbox car makes car. you fall. Matchbox car aren't quite as bad because they're usually smooth. They used to make a car that wasn't smooth, like a little cheap version of a toy car. Mm-hmm. That was all bumpy and hard. Yeah. Well, um, at the Matchbox part, here's what you do. You put... Legos down, but also matchbox cars. So you yeah. slip on the car and you land on the Legos. Mm-hmm. So you get the Legos all up and down your body, not just on your bottom of your foot. Yeah. For a little more security, you open up all the, the little matchbox door on the, the doors on the car. Oh, okay, yeah. Because that's what's going to stick in your Why foot. Why are we it's not talking head. about mouse traps though? That's a good one. Mouse traps. You can just put mouse traps. I have cats that probably shouldn't do that. They mm-hmm. might get caught in a mouse trap. <laughs> They wouldn't get caught in a Lego. They would just bat it around. Yeah. But a mousetrap might. Yeah. Mousetraps would be good, though. That's good. Maybe outside, maybe in the mulch. In the mulch. That's a good one. Hide them in the mulch. Well, we got emails? No? We got comments. No one emailed us this week, but the preferred method seems to be lately the comments on Patreon, which uh, is only for patrons. So, sorry. I'm one. Yeah. Mike B is a patron sometimes. I am. From time to time. He owns uh, 3GO (laughs) stock. I I like owning stock. (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of stock um so yeah let's go through the comments we have Mm -hmm. a comment from brody charity is such a great guest i can't wait to listen today at my two-hour dental appointment Mm -hmm. lost your teeth kids haven't been oh i guess you put in the headphones while they're yeah i do that in your mouth okay haven't been able to listen for a month and canceled my other patreon but keeping 3go because a i'm not a fucking freeloader okay B, your realness is sorely missing in most of my other media consumption. I live in Texas, and my son lives in Queens, so I've saved episodes up and had my own marathons at LaGuardia at 4 a.m. waiting for my flights home. That's a good plan. Shout out to Frankie French, Petey Steele, Romaine, and, of course, Puerto Rico Suave, who makes me yell, laugh every time he guests. That's a strong plan. Thanks for making such a consistently great show. Tweet at us where in Queens your son lives, if you know. We used to live in Astoria. Astoria. Uh, Speaking of Puerto Rico Suave, he has a baby on the way any day now. Yep. Which means we probably won't have him on until after the baby's been around for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But if you like 
your Dominic to be frustrated and a little bit surly, maybe sleep deprived, that's the one you're going to get probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Next soon, time sometime on. soon. Um, okay, so then we have uh, Shay comments. How come every other podcast can play music but you guys can't? My understanding is that if it's for purpose of review and commentary, you won't get a copyright strike. Um, every other podcast can't. They just do. So the way it works is um, technically you can't play music unless it's for particular reasons. Commentary, review, or parody. You can do parody, but the definition of parody is pretty pretty straightforward. Some people might call something parody, but it's not quite parody. Anyway, uh, if it's outside those boundaries and technically you can't play music, um, most of the time, if if someone's going to come after you for that, they just give you a cease and desist. They just make you take it down, whatever. In very rare cases, they make examples out of people. Uh, in the days of MP3 sharing, a few people got taken to court and they were on the hook for a ton of money. Uh, people who've pirated movies have had that happen. Not a bunch, but a, ca- a couple here and there. And um, the thing is, if they take you to court and you did do something legitimately for review or commentary, you still have to go to court. You have to prove it, which means you got to pay this money. So what happened, my decision is actually my decision. When we started asking for money from our listeners, which was the tip jar originally, shout out to tip jar people, uh, we monetized our podcast. And when you monetize, people are going to say, well, you're making money off of our music or whatever. Uh, people on YouTube are getting a lot more copyright strikes now. because And the people who are monetized on YouTube a copyright strike comes in on their video and then they make zero and the copyright holder makes all the money or they have to block the video in certain hemispheres of the world. They can't see it anymore. So I decided because my name's on everything. The website is, I, I set up the website account and the hosting account. Um, so if they were to come after someone, guess who Guess who gets yeah, that letter? Yeah, it's me. Sure. <laughs> now again, most of the time it's just a cease and desist where they would just say, please take down that content. Uh, but when they do make an example out of people, the 1% of the time or 0.1% of the time, they wait until you have a lot of violations. They don't just get you for one. They get you for like 50. So we had a lot. We were opening and closing every podcast with music. We would play music during the podcast sometimes if a song popped into our head. Sometimes it would be for review. A lot of times we would just kind of just play it and maybe make one comment. But, you know, in that gray area of like, are we really providing commentary? So uh, I took all those episodes down. That's part of the archives that will eventually make their way to Patreon, uh, at least edited out chunks of that. And with the way that uh, as aggressively as they're going after YouTube now, which has gotten more aggressive, I feel like the, the next frontier might be podcasts because a lot of podcasts play music. And um, again, most likely it'll just be take this down, but I didn't want to be on the hook for the potential. Uh, in fact, we're on, we're on uh Spotify now. Podbean, Are who's we? our host, yeah. Podbean, who's our host, lets you now, you can just put your podcast on Spotify. Yep. When you go in to do that, you have to like, you know, check this box, check that box. One of the boxes you check is a box that you acknowledge that you own or have rights to play all of the music that's on your podcast. You actually have to agree to that. That's part of the reason why they, um, my is not on Spotify no more. It's not? Yeah. Because it was up, but... Um, yeah. Um, I play like maybe ten to fifteen seconds of uh, How High, yeah, the Janelle Monae song, round, round around, yeah, 
But uh, I, I noticed recently that it's not it's not up there, and the link is broken. They say um, profile not there. Uh, maybe go back in the Podbean and resubmit or something. But they actually, you actually have to agree that you you have the rights to everything. Now, at some point, hopefully in the future, the people who like Podbean, we pay them every month to host our podcast. Hopefully, the fee that you pay to these sites will have baked into the fee the fee to pay for rights to play music. Right. I think eventually yeah. it'll happen. There's ASCAP and I think BMG. And I've I've looked into this years ago, barely, but maybe I could look into it again to see if we could personally, as our own podcast, just pay a yearly fee to rights holders, which mm-hmm. uh, if it was a reasonable amount of money, maybe we could just do it. Yeah. And then you would have, you'd be covered. Some artists are under ASCAP, some artists are under, I think BMG or whatever it is. Uh, some artists are under something else maybe. So there are probably ways even a bar, you walk into a bar that has a jukebox, they have to pay a fee to be able to play that music to their audience. There was a bar in D.C. years ago, Nanny O'Brien's, that had comedy once a week uh, that got busted for not having, I think it was Nanny O'Brien's, I might be wrong, for not having the proper license to play the things they play. I think they didn't have a, a license for music or whatever mm-hmm. and they had to pay money. That's crazy. It might have been a different bar, but that happens. And anyway, it happens very rarely, but... Uh, when you monetize, I feel like... We're trying not to let it happen. I feel like the artists are like, well, you're making money off my work. Like, I'd feel that way if someone was playing my clips and mm-hmm. they were making money off of it. And it was, a, you know, so that's all. It's it's an, it's an uh, it's like being overly cautious, mainly because I'm like, well, I'm the one that's going to get sued. So yeah. uh, that's why. But yeah, technically, yeah, you can review and comment and do parody and be covered. But if they take you to court, you still got to go and pay all the money that goes along with that uh tanya reply or sends a comment holy hell randolph's incredibly accurate chewbacca impression killed me <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was sitting on the nyc sub that's chewbacca saying occur <laughs> on the nyc subway trying so hard not to laugh out loud La- laugh out loud if you're laughing on the subway no one's gonna no, no judgment zone <laughs> uh Jimmy reply or sends a comment. Damn you, Randolph! Every time they mention Buttigieg on the news now, <laughs> I say booty juice in my head. Thanks, brother. Hashtag gang gang. Booty juice. Booty juice. Buttigieg. Buttigieg. It's, it's basically Buttigieg. the same. Buttigieg. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm in your head, baby. <laughs> Tanya, uh, also another uh, comment. Also speaking of horns, have you guys heard of this dude, Aloe Black? Just heard his song "Politician" long version tonight. Whoa, quite the tasty brass on that. Yeah, we know Aloe Black. Uh, not sure if Patreon comments support links, but I this need is the song. A dollar, dollar, dollar is what I need. So technically, even if we if we perform a song, it's a violation. But Can I don't you think, sing a song. I don't think they go after people for that. I need. Yeah. You make me yes. feel. Okay. Come get, get us. We're getting sued now. Don't come get. <laughs> don't come get me. Uh, Jimmy. With another uh, comment, um, he commented again. Thanks, Randolph. Every time I hear Buttigieg, I either hear or say out loud "booty juice." <laughs> so <laughs> that was a couple days later. Jimmy commented, uh, or a day later. So he's now locked in. Uh, it's booty juice for president. It's over. <laughs> yeah. He can't win like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ka with a comment. This is our final one. I had a disagreement with my boss earlier and almost responded with, "You may think." But I don't. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> but I don't. Um, so, yeah, we got good comments this week. If you guys are on Patreon, if you leave a comment, we will get it. 
If you want to email us, three guys on at Gmail, we'll read it. And if you tweet at us, uh, sometimes we will uh, reply or at least like the tweet. Even if we don't, we do see the tweets. Um, we got one, Cersei's baby daddy uh, a few days ago, getting high and listening to three guys on, smoking two different strains at the same time, green crack and dosy doze. And he's got, it looks like two vape pens. He's got, uh, I've never seen anyone smoke multiple vape pens. And this is his, our podcast in the background. If this is how you listen, feel free to. That's two. He's got two vape pens in his in his mouth. He is. He's gangster. Two different strains. That's of, that's, uh, that's hella gangster. I'm with that. <laughs> two different strains of whatever is in there. Gang gang. Um. Uh. Hey, three guys on. Don't sue us for playing your clip. <laughs> and uh, and uh, if you guys want to send us pictures of yourself listening under what conditions you listen, we'll uh, or video. We'll play those for sure. Um. And then, oh, 30 pieces of AG, which is silver, tweeted at us a few days ago. First time, long time, received a follow from Randolph, and it inspired me to upgrade to the gang gang tier. Okay. I'll hang up now and listen. <laughs> uh, that was a follow on Instagram. Yes. So now I can follow him too, but we don't have another tier. I feel like we should make another tier just to see if my, my follow will cause him to... You know what? I'm going to follow... Uh, sometime this week, I'm going to follow 30 pieces and I, I, I expect him to up his pledge. <laughs> well, well, he, set the, he set the bar out there for himself. You know, or maybe a follow from you has more value to him than a follow from me. Maybe, Could be. Maybe a follow from me doesn't mean shit to anybody. So. I might follow him just to see what happens. <laughs> to see what happens. He lowers his, <laughs> what his if he, pledge. What, what if he lowers the pledge? You know, I'm out of gang gang. <laughs> Back to Mighty Real. Well, I might be follow me. I'm out. Gang gang. <laughs> Um. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I'll see what happens on Instagram. I'll follow uh, thirty pieces. So uh, those are all the comments this week, everybody. Thank you all. Um. Oh, and someone did. I actually uh, just Andre did tweet at us. Uh, just a warning, Mister Delivered is talking about doing stand up. You all need to meet at the Crickerber and no figure out how to step your game up. LOL. Uh, I'm gonna like that tweet right now. Six days later. <laughs> um. You know. Uh. I guess this is the era now of non-comics just being like, I'm doing it now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, yo. Are you? I'm, I'm delivered. Do it. I'm going in. You know what you're doing? We're going to do it. We're doing this now. <laughs> We're going to do it. <sighs> I'm going to do Christian comedy, except uh, from a gay perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it. I am delivered. I'm going to do it. Hey, did y'all see the thing about the elephants and the lions? Oh, I didn't bookmark that. Yes. Thank God. Looking, I've been looking for it. I saw it and it's gone. Didn't you text it? I thought I did. Or was it a Facebook uh, email messenger thing? I don't know if I emailed it to you, I think it was. It wasn't like it wasn't Facebook. It, was, it might have been a text. I think you got. I think it was in the same. Oh, it was a group text. Yeah, it was in the group text. Mm-hmm. The, the, the pig pen name print. No, not that one. No, Here not that is. one. Here it is. A suspected rhino poacher. First of all, he wasn't suspected. He was a rhino poacher. So Trash. Just going to say that. Suspected rhino poacher killed by elephant then eaten by lions in South Africa. So they teamed up on his ass. Right. <laughs> they saw what it was. <laughs> they got together. They were like, listen, you'll be the bait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just stand over there and look rhino-y. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he comes over that you, I'll fucking stomp his ass and then y'all eat up the evidence. Right. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you ready? Break. <laughs> Ocur. <laughs> So when the poacher was was poaching, uh, he went into the South African National Park on Friday. Oh, you can't do that. So the family of the victim said they were informed of his death 
by his alleged accomplices. And what was he put? What animal was he looking for? Trying to get rhino horn. He's trying to get rhino. That worth okay. a lot. Okay. So he was going for rhinos. Told the, the family was told the victim had been killed by an elephant while he and his alleged accomplices were in Kruger National Park, which is located in northeastern South Africa and is one of Africa's largest game preserves to poach rhino on Tuesday. The family then notified local police, who arranged a search partly shortly thereafter. Was it's a white man, by the way, I'm sure. That yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't until Thursday morning that officials were able to find the victim's body after receiving further information when four of the victim's alleged accomplices were arrested the day before. Okay. During this search, so, which was boosted by a further complement of field rangers, the remains of the body were discovered. And right next to him, the fucking lions were picking their teeth. <laughs> Way yeah. over there. <laughs> and the elephant was like, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> got blood on his foot. <laughs> right. He's wiping his foot off. He got bloody shoes. It's <laughs> go time. Indications found at the scene suggested that a pride alliance had devoured the remains, leaving only a human skull. Oh. Mm. And a pair of pants. So they poached him. <laughs> Those pants weren't good. <laughs> Those pants were disgusting. And here's what the, the managing executive. He probably shit his pants. That's why. <laughs> that's why they were like, we want that shit. Uh, that's terrible. <laughs> well, he shit when he got when the elephant stomped on him. Well, you have no choice. It just comes out. out. It's got to come out somewhere. The managing executive of the National Park says, entering Kruger National Park illegally and on foot is not wise. Yeah, it holds many dangers, and this ev- incident is evidence of that. It is very sad to see the daughters of the deceased mourning the loss of their father, and worse still, only being able to recover very little, little of his remains. So he goes in. He's like, "I'm going to get me a rhino." Yeah. And then this elephant was like, "What the fuck's that dude doing?" Ah, here, okay. up here's part of the story that I didn't know about. Okay. And last paragraph of the story. Last year, at least two suspected rhino poachers were mauled to death by a pride of lions. Oh, okay. They're entrapping. Yeah. <laughs> There's not even a rhino in there. They got like a they got a stuffed rhino. <laughs> and these poachers are like, man, I know where there's a good rhino. So of my binoculars. It doesn't even move. And they walk in, and they walk up to the rhino. They're like, this is this is this is made out of like uh, like felt. Such and a dumb and, and then it goes down. And then the elephant sneaks out from behind the bush he's been hiding behind. <laughs> like, uh, can I help you guys? Stomp. <laughs> and then the lion. Come over. The, the the dinner bell is the man screaming. It's the dumb. Look at that little dumb rhino. <laughs> yeah, that finish it up. Finish him up, baby. <laughs> yeah, that rhino's not even moving, man. I've been observing it for like three so days. So you said it's a, every time they go in there, it's like a it's like a scene from Jurassic Park. Yeah, right. Man. It's the Raptors. Yeah, it's thunder. It's Thunderdome in there, dog. <laughs> they lure him in. They lure him in with the promise of rhino horns. And meanwhile, those horns are made out of styrofoam. Yeah, it's Thunderdome in there. <laughs> it's an arts and crafts project in there. Filled with red boats. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that? Uh, and then the the lion, the, the elephant, in return, gets protection from the lion. Yeah. It's like a mafia thing. Yeah, it's a mafia thing. So he's like, "Let me do something for you." And now well, I got a pride of lions got my back. Well, here's the know? thing: is I saw a uh, on one of the nature shows that said the real lords of the jungles are the elephants, not the lions. Yeah, they do whatever Because nothing they want. could take down an elephant. Yeah. Right, and they stick together. Occasionally, rhinos or rhinos will get young elephants. They'll gore them. Mm. Yeah. But a full-size elephant, nothing can take them down, yeah. you know. So I'm thinking that the elephant is the is the leader and the lions are his little hitmen. <laughs> get them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like Mike Tyson had bodyguards. Nino Brown and his boy <laughs> in uh, Sugar Hill. Right. <laughs> you see that cat over there? You see that? You see that? He killed the last rhino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll go get him. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm combining characters. Wesley Snipes and Sugar Hill. Wesley's just Nino to me now. I love that movie, by the way. Did, uh, did your kid, your little, your daughter, or maybe your son, mm-hmm. it, it, does she get kind of weepy over movies? Um, not yet, not yet. No, 
No. Jurassic not. Park 3 had my daughter crying. Oh, <laughs> what happened When you one? said Jurassic Park, that made me think about that. Mm. Did someone die in that one or something? Yeah, a dinosaur. Oh, she was crying for the dinosaur. Did you see the third one? I never saw the third it's, one. It's, which, it's, which, is it's this terrible. the one where the... Um, That's the island blows up and they take him into the city. They, they take oh, yeah. And then like, the they look back the little tall... Oh, this is Bronto. Like yeah. Dinosaurs That's take the, Manhattan. That's the shit that got her. Yeah, yeah it, it got basically. me, though. It kind of got me, too. It got you, too? Yeah. It was sad, though. Like, you got to... The dinosaurs were you had, had to make that noise. That wasn't yeah. necessary. Yeah. <laughs> so that the 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 island is going to explode, right? Okay. Jeff Goldblum's character is like, let them die. Right. People are trying to save the save the dinosaurs, so they decide, okay, we're going to bring out some of the dinosaurs. What they really want to do is weaponize the dinosaurs. Okay. As the guy was saying, um, humans have used animals as weapons for thousands of years right mm-hmm. this is just another example of that get me some fucking dinosaurs right particularly the raptors yeah. you know yeah it's like that video game golden axe yes <laughs> where you jump on the back of that big lizard yeah. thing and ride around on it so that the, the, the island's axe. going up they're running to the boat all these all these uh dinosaurs are running from the lava and all this kind of stuff right they get on the boat and then the boat is pulling away yeah and then everybody looks back, and there's one brontosaurus standing oh, no. on the beach. Oh, he mm-hmm. didn't make it. Yeah. Well, oh. I mean, they can't put him in there. It's a, it's a brontosaurus. It's huge. Where yeah. they gonna put it? They take none of the real big ones. And they yeah. can't swim. Yeah, and they can't swim. So it's just standing there, and like you see the you see the saddest shit ever. The <laughs> volcano erupts fully behind him, and yeah. a big cloud of smoke starts coming down at him. Yeah. And then you hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets, and everybody's just standing there silently watching. It gets envelop, enveloped by smoke. You can yeah. see the silhouette, and it just falls down. Oh, mm. boom! Unnecessary. So, my daughter, I'm just sitting on the couch. She's just on, <laughs> and then uh, she comes in to kiss me goodnight, and then she like goes out of the room, right? Mm. And then when the elephant is like, uh, <laughs> I hear a noise over here. <laughs> and I'm like, I look. And who's standing, just, just balling, just standing yeah. there, just crying. I would have saved her. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? That was yeah. sad. Why didn't they save the her? The thing is, they don't now have. Now I got to hug her. I'm like, because you're not there with them. That's why they didn't save <laughs> <Yeah>. her. <laughs> no one ever thought to make a life jacket that big. No. <laughs> 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 you know. All right, y'all. It's been to watch WrestleMania. <laughs> well, you, you put it around the brontosaurus's neck, and you let him just wade into the water, and he can float his way to freedom. Although, if I was a brontosaurus in that moment, I'd be like, well, maybe I can swim. <laughs> like, he would probably jump in the water, right? He, he probably would, but maybe his foot got stuck or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He might have stepped on the nail or something. He stood yeah, there on true. the beach. <laughs> he stepped on the nail. He was on the pier. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he might have stepped on, like, what? Because the, the little wood Everybody was just silent on the boat watching. <laughs> yeah. And my daughter was weeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he yeah. stepped on one of those wooden posts on the on the, on the the beach because it, it went up his foot. That's why he made the noise. He like, because <laughs> you know, his foot was in pain and then the smoke came up yeah then the smoke took him out <laughs> yeah, yeah. Years she, went from through, now, she went through some things watching some movies she years from now your daughter is going to be uh, telling someone like well you know when I saw that movie and no one helped the brontosaurus that's when I decided to become a veterinarian yeah like her life may have turned it right may there have turned right there she's I'm gonna got, help animals she's got a little bunch of little animals around her already yeah she's uh, gonna be Dr. Doolittle she went through a lot the day before that we watched the uh that Spider-Man into the multiverse—that was a whole emotional roller coaster for her. <laughs> mm. 
At one point, she's yelling at the screen, take your mask off, Spider-Man. <laughs> Let your uncle see your face. He'll stop. You know, and then her uncle, her, Spider-Man's uncle gets killed. The Prowler gets shot in the back by the Kingpin. She's mm. immediately crying. Oh. That's his uncle. Spoiler, then, everybody. Then <laughs> Spider-Man is fighting Kingpin, taking an ass whooping. Get yeah. up, Spider-Man. Get up. <laughs> funny, funny story about that. My son is scared of the movie theaters. He don't like the noise. Ava he, doesn't like movie theaters either. How yeah. old is your son? Six. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Ava's sense. scary about movie theaters too. Oh shit. So we have to watch stuff here. Yeah. 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 We, we make him go to the movie theaters. We're like, you coming with us? Yeah. We've done that. <laughs> we've started doing that too. Yeah. My my. We're gonna my, make my, you scared. My, yeah. No, my line of logic is that you gotta you gotta get past this because you can't. Uh, Ava has a thing about what if there's a part in the movie that's going to be not so much scary, mm. but something that's gonna bother her. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. I'm like, well, what happens if you go to your friend's house? You spend the night at one of your friend's house, and they want to watch a movie. What you gonna do? Yeah, you gotta learn how to. You gotta learn how to process these images and these stories that are coming in. You got so we took her to go see Captain Marvel. Yeah, okay. I'm pl- yeah, I guess you gotta learn how to just be bothered in public. Right. So you gotta learn how to process yeah. things. Yeah, we, we just you did know. certain steps. Like we was like, maybe the noise. So we bought headphones one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I've done that. I've put my headphones on in the movie and theater. He's like, that 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 doesn't work. So this particular time, uh, he saw the Spidey verse. Uh, commercial mm-hmm. and he was like mom dad can we go to the movies and watch spider-verse and like i was broke as shit i was like i had no money i was like well, <laughs> you just we... bought like seven belts yeah, yeah. i just... was like i was like oh you want to go to the movie theater <laughs> let's go let's go i got a credit card let's go <laughs> we put him in the car but the girl in the car we had no plans to go to the movies at all but because yeah. he said he wanted to go we took him yeah. to the movie theater yeah. hey uh you uh you sit on the mulch <laughs> you get on my lap the lights went out this dude freaked all the way out <laughs> oh no because he it, forgot about that part he just wanted to see spidey verse <laughs> is it the does being in the dark yeah i think it's, i think it's like the dark yeah. uh and then like sound he doesn't like anything really really loud oh he's like sensitive to sound okay yeah so um have, yeah you're gonna have to do it with some yeah some like, i think you're a mutant i think you're a mutant or something we don't know yet you're, yeah. <laughs> you're the first noise canceling headphones on let him sit in your lap put noise canceling headphones oh, yeah. on yeah uh, I let him sit on my lap. And we then, ain't leaving this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sat on my lap, and then maybe twenty minutes into the movie, and when all the action started happening, yeah, oh, he was good to go. Then he was like, "Ha!" <laughs> <laughs> he was doing, oh, okay. Yeah, he was he's good doing to the go. fingers and all slinging, that shit, slinging yeah. the webs all over the yeah. place. Yeah, <laughs> like when the movie start, like yeah. the movie starts, he gets fright. He like, I want to sit on your lap. I got to use the bathroom. He goes through all these emotions. The What's bathroom. David does that one. <laughs> yeah, the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. Like, you just trying to get out of this movie theater. You ain't yeah. slick. <laughs> that might be nerves though. Like before you before you do comedy, like when you're a nervous young comic, yeah. you're like your bowels are just like I gotta evacuate. She did that shit to me on uh and, and on bladder. Broadway watching um uh, uh Hamilton. No, not Hamilton. Um, that's wrong. That's wrong. Lion King. Okay. Because <laughs> she didn't want to watch the father die. Oh, yeah. she had to go to the bathroom. Okay. She didn't want to watch Mufasa die. Yeah. She knew it was coming. Yeah. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> like I'm trying to, I'm trying to watch this shit. We paid a lot of money for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my trick. All right, we'll go to the bathroom. You don't want to go to the movie to the base. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He took like two steps down. You know, I don't even really got to go that bad. I'm gonna go back. Yeah. <laughs> go to the bathroom. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Take that chance. You want to get taken? <laughs> just look at you because I ain't leaving. <laughs> I don't want to get taken. Yeah, she goes by herself. She'll go by herself now. But like, yeah, I'm like, I'm hip to you. I'm hip to what you're doing. You got to be able to process these moments. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be able to process them. So Come on. <laughs> so about to, you know, so did you like, did you like Lion King? When the dad died, it was sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, man up, kid! I can't do. Toughen up. I gotta go. No, nah, it's not about toughening up. <laughs> I've never. We don't. I don't like to. 
there are parents that do say that kind of dumb shit. Yeah. To me, it's not about toughness. It's about you got to learn how to process these moments. Well, right. Yeah. Years ago, I I used to do a segment on 98 Rock once a week, and this one time they did a remote broadcast from a movie theater when Dark Knight was about to come out. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, they were having, it was coming out on, let's say, Thursday, and on Wednesday night, they were starting the showings at midnight and mm-hmm. showing it all night. It was a hugely anticipated movie. So all the, the movie theater was just packed, and we're like over here broadcasting, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it's getting close to midnight. I think I was there up until right around midnight. I think they were doing maybe 11 or 12. Yeah, I think it was 12. And I keep seeing all these little kids. I'm like, why are these kids up so late? Mm-hmm. People were taking their babies yeah, and three and four year olds ignorant. at midnight into packed theaters to see Dark Knight, yeah. mm. um, which I think was an R-rated movie. But you yeah. know, that's going to have this creepy Joker character right. in it. Like the people already knew what was going on, and I saw these. And it, plus, what if you're one of the other people who like lined up to get a ticket to this movie, and you got to sit next to someone's like crying baby, crying four year old? Yeah, yeah. So get, get it. First of all, it's too late. This should be asleep by now. It's past their bedtime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you have kids. You've made that deal that you can't you go, to go see to midnight movie. Like that kind of movie <laughs> about nine, yeah. ten, yeah. or you got a babysitter. Got to hire a sitter. You can't do both. But there were so many people that just had yeah. like there were strollers and shit. Yeah. People yeah. with like baby like carrying their kid in. This was the only tickets available. Just wants to sleep. <laughs> it's like a Wednesday night. It's a school night. I it's remember going to, to see Ghostbusters years ago, the first one. Remember that moment where the librarian changes into the monster mm-hmm. in the first Ghostbusters? Yeah. I remember the kid lady next to me had two little kids. As soon as that happened, they were out that theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were out that theater. Yeah, was bathroom. I was like, why did you take your child to a movie called Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. <laughs> but nothing could go wrong. It's just Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. the, come on, it's a friendly show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk about this. Uh, speaking of, a pet pig named Princess was slaughtered by a neighbor hmm. while police searched for the owner. This is in California. Family is mourning the death of their 400-pound pet pig, Princess, after it was slaughtered by a neighbor, get this, who agreed to watch the animal. Oh, After man. it got loose while police searched for the owner. A different kind of pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> Princess vanished from her home in Humboldt County on March 23rd and was later found nearby in a neighbor's yard. Yeah, how far is a pig going, honestly? Yeah. They're, I mean, they're smart. They know where they live. The police responding to loose, lives, to loose livestock uh, responded to the home to help the Hampshire's pig's owners. An officer asked a neighbor if he would watch over the pig while police search for its owner. I'm going to repeat that. An <sighs> officer asked the neighbor, hey, man, you want to keep an eye on this pig for me? Just if sure. it starts to wander off, just keep track of it. We're going to go see if we can find the owner. The neighbor's owners of this dick pig. gets hard. Okay. <laughs> it was easy to find Princess's owners who were also looking for her. Yeah, because I would imagine they're the only people in this neighborhood who own a 400-pound pig. Yeah. And an hour later, police returned to the neighbor's house only to arrive at a gruesome discovery. The neighbor was butchering the pig for meat. (laughs) What the fuck? We were totally shocked and surprised to learn that the pig had been slaughtered. And the officer thought he'd reached a reasonable agreement with the man. (laughs) Well, who would think that a man is going to just start butchering a pig? Slaughtering a pig. I mean, is this this like a suburban area? Yeah, well, apparently... He said, told the, this is in San Francisco, in the San Francisco newspaper, the San Francisco Gate. Yeah. Uh, the lieutenant told him that the sight of the dead pig was a shock to everyone involved. Given the stage of the butchering process he was in, 
he must have slaughtered the pig very shortly after the officer <laughs> left. What did the officer say exactly? Hey, can you take care of this pig for me? Yeah. <laughs> while I go and see if I can find the owners of it. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I got gotta it. take care of a pig. Don't yeah. worry about it. I got that. I got you. <laughs> and then he goes and just starts peering out of the blinds. <laughs> Are they gone? Are they gone? Are I know. I gotta take care of the pig. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they're gone. Do. Hey, princess, come here. <laughs> the Lost <laughs> Coast Outpost. The newspaper reported that princess owner. Did not see the gruesome scene. Thank God. Wait, wait, was wait, wait, devastated wait. to hear what happened to the animal she had cared for since Princess was a piglet. What's a pork shoulder? She's very sweet. <laughs> She's not aggressive. She likes to be around and people. very tender. <laughs> Man, that neighbor went ham. <laughs> she, <laughs> All right, everybody. She was upset with how the officer <laughs> how the officer handled the situation. He took it upon himself to give my animal away, and then it got butchered. That is not what the officer did. Did not what he, as far as we know, he did give it. But if it was someone, it's not even a black pig, by the way. So right. that's highly unlikely. It was pig. a it was it's a, a pink, pink pig. Pink but pig. if it was someone's kid, you wouldn't say leave it with a stranger. Can you watch this kid while I go okay. find people? Yeah, I know what to do it. You put the kid in your in your cop car like you should do with the pig. I mean, you don't know what that, that was. It's four hundred pounds of pig though. If it's that a four hundred pound kid, are you putting a four hundred pound kid in your cop car? Probably. It, it, <laughs> it might be. That may be a, a lot of overtime. That dude was like, "This is a blessing in disguise." Yeah, I watched that goddamn pig. The man who slaughtered Princess was not the homeowner, but instead a man who was known to them <laughs> who was on the property with the owner's permission. Oh, oh he been he been sizing that pig. Police said they're expected yeah. to forward a criminal charge to the district attorney's office. Dude, he let that pig out and called the cops and said it's a loose pig. Yeah, yeah. We got a loose pig. Well, out. first of all, he had been eyeing that pig for who knows how long. Oh, yeah. Yep. He had it. He was sharpening up his utensils. He this was waiting. This is what I've been training for right here. <laughs> right? Oh, you go, You want me to watch the pig? I got the pig. I had to post some seeds. So. Hey, can you take care of this pig for me for a second? I'm going to go see if I can find the owners of it. How much time do yeah. you need? Sure, I'll take care of it. I know Zach got to take care of it. Yeah. The cop The cop turns back as he walks away. This guy's pouring honey all over the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the pig, the pig being tame as hell, was probably like, "Hey man, what's going on? Yeah, are <laughs> like, we gonna bath? Hey, can you, um, can you turn come here for a second? Come here for a second, princess. Her Spidey versus on on Netflix. Can you? Hey, c- come here for <laughs> hey, princess. Come here. Put this apple in your mouth. Come here for a second, princess. You know, I was, you know, I'm, you're a good guy. I like apples. I put this apple. This yeah. pretty big size that apple. Is, okay. I, that is diabolical. Oink, 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 what oink. do we think should happen to this guy as far as uh, uh, if there's a criminal charge? What well, whatever. The, throw the book at him. I mean, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, whatever you can do. You know, I don't know what the rules are in that sort you know, of thing. What's, what's the most that can happen to him and do that? That's like. Yeah. I don't, what yeah. color was the neighbor? These are all white folks. Okay, all white folks. Here, here's my thing. Like that's like giving, like finding a bag of cocaine, and then tell the, cr- the crackhead, "Hey, can you watch this bag real quick while I find the owner? Why yeah. would you give somebody a forty pound pig who probably looked at that pig the whole time? Like, but the, you know, the, I can do with that pig. The problem is, <laughs> the problem is, uh, in that situation, there's not a fucking Safeway three miles away with a wall of cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's you can get if you like to eat pig. It's everywhere. Yeah. You can get pigs. Go to the deli. Go to the grocery store. You can get organic. You can get yeah. free range pig. You, you can, can get, get it already pig. chopped, already butchered for you. Like imagine the mess butchering a pig. He was oh, he liked to butcher. He was pigs. in it for the butchering. Yeah, he likes to butcher. He's pig. probably like I don't even. He probably pork. he probably owns the game Red Dead Two, Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> yeah. He like, likes to butcher something. And he was quick at it. He, he fucking had it done. Like look, officer, I don't dine on the swine. He got some noise. He got some noise cancellation. 
headphones. <laughs> and he went to work. He put the radio on and he went right to work. He yeah. got the dancing around. Put that damn red man on. Time for some time for some action. <laughs> and then he just went right to it. Oh, yeah. He was doing a little dance while he was doing it. It's okay to get regular pig at the grocery store, but when you get the watch, yeah, the pig. Is it well, fresher? Like, is it tastier too? It looks like a fresh pig. He was already free range. Yeah, he knew what they were feeding him. You don't have to. I got it. some bacon from the butcher shop today. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit's real, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Far better. Shit. You get a pound of it for six ninety nine. Now, where's there a butcher shop around here? Um, Arlington over at the Safeway. Oh, you Just got it from, the, it from, the, from the, the grocery store. From the oh, grocery yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, well, imagine, they cut it. Now, imagine you looking out your bedroom window for like months yeah. at one pig, and, then, yeah. the doc, and the, then the police say, hey, can you watch this pig? Yeah. <laughs> right. Can you uh, take care of this pig? Oh, yeah. Can you watch, <laughs> take, take, take care, care of this pig? <laughs> hey, can you take care of this for me? I'll be right back. Yeah. So I'm going to go find the owner. Just take care of it for me. Can you do that? Can you take care of it for me? And you know the dude probably lied to him because the cop probably said, do you know who owns this pig? The guy was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen that pig before in my life. Meanwhile, in his room. Pig, got- meantime, just sitting down looking at him. <laughs> <Yeah>. not even. <laughs> you ever seen this pig before? No. In his room, he got Polaroid pictures of the pig. Of the pig. All over the, <laughs> all over they the house. They make good pets, too. That's what everybody says about pigs. They make really good pets. They're smart. You can yeah. catch them when they're young. They're smarter than dogs, apparently. Yeah, that's what they say. I've, I've never thought about having a pig as a pet. Yeah, it seems like uh, four hundred pounds. Four hundred pounds, dude. You, I guess they make they make the small ones too. They they, they make wanna, them. Yeah, pot belly. Yeah, they they do make, make the them, small don't they? Things. <laughs> yeah, they're, little they're pot belly that. pigs. Yeah, I guess you can maybe handle that. I saw a, a girl better. walking one one time in New York. Yeah, it's like that's an ugly dog. I'm and different. I, down, I was like, oh, that's a fucking pig. I'm so <laughs> different. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm so yeah. different. I can't imagine why I'm looking at you as you're walking a pig with a sweater on. I get a lot of weird <laughs> stares when I take Petunia out for walks. Uh, pig with a sweater on. I'm so different. Pigless pig. It is different, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know how we talked about Matty Rich last week? His name is Notorious P.I.G. <laughs> <laughs> Matty Rich is uh, coming back to work. We Yeah, just like we spoke it into existence. Matty we Rich, sure the fuck did. We have seen the power of three guys on. Director of Straight Outta Brooklyn and Inkwell. Yeah, Stinkwell. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and hasn't made a movie in like 25 years. Yeah. Yeah, he had started, um, I think he had left the game. He was doing like video game work. Yeah, that's what it was. He was doing good video game work. And we were like, where the fuck is, what happened to Matty Rich? All I remember is that Spike Lee couldn't stand his ass. You got to go to school. You can't just think you like Matty Rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then like days later, this article comes out. That now he's doing a thriller, Caller 100, starring T.I. Oh, T.I. He's going to helm his first feature film in 25 years. Caller 100 has been described as a relationship thriller in the vein of Play Misty for Me. The 1971 thriller starred and directed by Clint Eastwood was told of a radio DJ stalked by an obsessive fan. I was going to say that sounds like a radio theme, like uh, be Caller 100 and win a prize, yeah. like one of those things. Straight out of Brooklyn, a film with, made with only $450,000 by, by Rich, financed by donations and maxed out credit cards, was popular on the indie circuit and even won a special jury prize at Sundance. And uh, the Inkwell received mixed reviews and was not as warmly received. In recent years, it has been the subject of discovery by new fans, especially for its starry cast of Lorenz Tate, Jada Pinkett Smith, Joe Morton, Dwayne Martin, Vanessa Bell Calloway, Morris Chestnut, and many more. After the Inkwell, Rich got out of feature filmmaking and moved to Paris. He began developing video games and relocated to Los Angeles. He is also the CEO of Maddie Rich Games, an LA gaming company that develops family and Christian oriented games for the black community. Okay. So I wonder how he got back into directing. Yeah, it seems a little weird because who does he know in the 
industry at this point. At this point. You know? And why Matty Rich? Are we looking for black directors like that again now? Maybe T.I. brought him in. Maybe Now T. I. that, um, you know, Jordan said that he's not checking for any white actors anymore. Racist. And white, <laughs> and white men lost their minds. You you kind of lost your mind behind it's, that, didn't you, Andy? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I destroyed a couple things in my house, you know, threw things around. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to star a Jordan Peele movie. That's all I ever wanted to do in life is to star in the remake of Us. As, I, as I'm reading, as I was reading that article about Jordan Peele, I turned the TV on and Mamma Mia 2 was playing again. Yeah. Mamma Mia. That's why I, that's why I tweeted it was like y'all out here complaining about black male leads <laughs> when you made Mama Mia one and two. That's what you doing, Mama yeah. Mia. <laughs> That's what you doing. Yeah. That's what you doing. You we gonna act like these movies weren't made. That's what we doing. That's what we doing. Okay. He just said it out loud. That's all. <laughs> That's all he did was say it out loud. Okay. Yeah. The same yeah. way that um, uh, who's the guy that did the Gods of Egypt movie? He right. said it out loud. Right. <laughs> he said it right out loud. The way Sofia Coppola said it out loud, the way Tim Burton said it out loud, they've all said it out right. loud. Yeah, but they didn't say it about white people. Oh, okay. So white <laughs> so, people So that makes a difference. didn't have a dog in that fight. Yeah. So they didn't say anything. They didn't have a pig in that fight. There you go. Mamma mia. <laughs> all these white actors running around New York mad. Yeah. I can't believe you. Right in pieces. It's just one director. Mamma yeah. mia. So yeah, maybe Maddie Rich has uh maybe so maybe he got some of that some of that shine like okay we got to we, we can there's no young and up and coming black directors that we could possibly tap let's go get the, a guy who makes video games now yeah I mean I don't know has he learned about filmmaking in those years video I, games I are very cinematic these don't days. Know. has he been going to filmmaking school that was Spike Lee's know. big thing he like so you just made your <laughs> they could always get um what's the dude X X he used to do all the uh the music videos. X, uh, all the music videos. Let's see, yeah. I'm thinking F. Gary Gray. Because he did the um, he F. did Gary Belly. Gary Gray is a very good director, very successful director. He directed Belly. Oh, um, hype, hype Williams. That's it. Yeah, I think I was getting hype Williams. What's hype Williams doing these days? He's just directed quite a few movies. Yeah. yeah. In videos, I don't know. He had a good thing going. You can always get Reggie Rock by the Wood or his wife, The Rock by the Woods. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mamma Mia. You know? uh, yeah, I wonder if T.I. just knows Matty Rich or the other way maybe. around. Maybe. I wonder how that would happen. Yeah. Matty Rich is, is like my age. Well, maybe, right. maybe he's <laughs> for the cheap. Maybe he's cheap. He yeah, probably he's is cheap. Yeah. 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 He's like, hey, please, yeah. I'll do it for free, guys. Yeah. I'll pay you. <laughs> Not a problem. You do, pro bono? Buy some of these fucking video games and I'll do right. it. <laughs> That's all you got to do. You said pro bono? I could do pro bono. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah, I got you. Where are we at, Andy? 50 minutes. Did you see the thing with about the uh, Isaiah? Well, we do... Trash. We'll stay with black and then we'll come back to angry white male studies. <laughs> we'll finish with that because that'll be up right up Andy's alley. This Trash. is making me angry. Actually. Don't bust up so anything. Isaiah Washington attacked uh, Barack Obama. The latest black celebrity attacking Obama but praising Trump. Trash. He is trash. I, well, didn't he get trash. kicked off Grey's Anatomy for some yeah, homophobic well, shit? Yeah, well, he's homophobic to the 10th. Yeah. But he's always he's been trash for a while. It's funny. When you look at his IMDb and stuff, that dude has been a lot of shit. Yeah. Mm. He was in a lot of shit. He was like that dude. Yeah. Always in the background, always always kind of playing the same role, kind of yeah. crazy black guy. <laughs> Ever since Isaiah Washington was fired from Grayson Anatomy, his career has been struggling, similar to Stacey Dash. <laughs> I wonder what changed. When the checks stopped coming, there's only one thing to do, become a Republican. Well, Washington <laughs> is now a Trump Republican and is excited about his increase in social media followers. So you're doing it for the for the likes. Yeah. Washington went on his way to praise the first step act and decided to take a dig at President Obama, 
who made more criminal justice reforms than any president in the U.S., which is why Trump has rolled back all of his progress, which is exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I voted for 44 twice. Well, that's see now. Whenever somebody says that, they're trying to give you their bona fides as to why they're not racist. Right. <laughs> and don't support the tenets of white supremacy, which black people can also do. Yeah. I even checked my emails in the Senate office while lobbying for uh, Salone to be given another chance to rebrand. Not once in eight years was I given any support regarding Africa or the black agenda, but 45 invites me to the White House to celebrate the first step act. A seat at the table. Yeah. That's because 45 is using you, you fucking idiot. You're a prop. He, does need a, he needs a new picture with a new black person. Kanye messed it up for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but that's what he's doing. That yeah. is what he's doing. I mean, he, Donald Trump will get the, the picture and say, look at all the black people in my office for 10 minutes today <laughs> i was listening to steve harvey yesterday driving on um dl hughley's show there's a bunch of them on youtube yeah i saw the that new, the new uh nighttime show on tv jay One. phillips is on it yeah jay phillips is a big part way. of that show yeah TV doing One. well he must be writing and and being i wonder how he hooked up with i think he's no deal for you with dl you know but that's good it's a good look and jay and jay's doing really well on it and yeah did you watch the one with Steve Harvey? Yeah, I watched that. It came on you know. uh, a couple of days ago. I watched it on the on the, on the TV. The problem I have with with people like Steve Harvey and Isaiah. So background: Steve Harvey was one of the first people to go to mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Yeah, and because he wanted to do these initiatives in the inner city to help to help the kids and with the hood, mm-hmm. right? And um, as Steve was saying, he was like, I, you know, I, I got vitriol from my family and blah, blah, blah. I didn't realize, you know, I just went to do this. He said, we went up the elevator. We weren't supposed to do that. Um, I said I didn't want to be, I'll go to, I'll go into the offices and stuff like that, but I don't particularly want to be on camera, stuff like that. Mm. Uh, I was in the office talking to Trump. We, we didn't even talk about it. So we just talked about, like, golf and uh and boxing, but we didn't really discuss anything. I was there to discuss the HUD thing with the people at HUD. I wasn't really there. I was just there to kind of meet him and stuff like that. Mm. But I didn't want to be seen with him and stuff like that. So then we come down, the doors open, cameras are there. Trump immediately walks over to the cameras and yep. says, the first thing he says is, we got to repeal Obamacare. And I'm standing right next to Trump. Right. I'm like, yeah, he used you. <laughs> got him. Right. He used you. But Which, then didn't Steve Harvey after that say uh, sometimes you got to just get a seat at the table? Exactly. So yeah. he's trying to now he's yeah. instead of saying yeah. I got used, yeah, Which he's trying to spin it. He's, he's still well uh, in his mind, and I'm just spitballing. Yeah, you're still trying to save these projects that you're doing. Right. Yeah. Well, I just want a seat at the table, and the Obamas, the Obama organization, reached out to me and told me go ahead and meet with him and stuff like that. Here's the problem where that breaks down is that you watched his you watched him campaigning leading up to this. Yeah. So you knew what kind of person he was. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew what kind of person he was. We all knew that. We all knew about his lawsuits and how he turned on everybody in his life. And you knew he was a racist and you heard everything you said. You watched him mock a disabled reporter. You you heard him talk about grabbing pussies. You knew all that going in. Mm-hmm. You knew all that going in. And then you still said, I want to go have a seat at the table. Got to have a seat at the table. What's the problem? So I don't have a lot of, <laughs> a lot of sympathy right. for, well, for people like well, that. Because well, you knew. Yeah. And well, I don't discount your intelligence. If anything, quite to the contrary, I'm telling you that you are intelligent enough. You knew this. Yeah. Well, it well, it took a turn for the worse for him once it, with that, and then recently with the Monique interview, 
yeah. where he was, you know, basically saying, you can't do that to these white folks. Yeah. You can't be that black. Yeah. You got to tap dance.やっぱりそれは言われました。なんかディオ。ディオはですね、リスンアンダーグラッドクォート。いや、だだだだだだ。ディオはですね、リスンアンダーグラッドクォート。いや、だだだだだだ。ディオはですね、リスンアン
the underlying things, which is what Barack Obama was doing, addressing the underlying conditions that brought us to this point, at least trying to address them, particularly with the police oversight in cities right. like Baltimore, stuff like that, which Jeff Sessions immediately came in and ended. Oh, absolutely. The, the mandatory <laughs> <You know>? minimums? <laughs> yeah, he immediately came in and ended and ended all that. That's what... It's it's real easy to do surface to do surface things because it makes you feel better and you and you get to stand up and say, Well, I'm a part of this, Isaiah right. Washington. I'm a part of this or Van Jones who say, Look what I did. But you didn't do anything really. Right. You just put a band aid on a cut. You didn't stitch the cut because you don't know how. I'm being heard. Yeah. So you don't know you're not. He called me on the phone. The president called me on the phone during his executive time. <laughs> some executive time. He called it's me ridiculous. on the phone. Ridiculous. Yeah. Van Jones sat up at the at the Republican convention and said republicans are leading on prison reform no they are not <laughs> republicans make money off prisons yeah by jailing people who look like me and mike and, and van andy jones. is the guard and van jones <laughs> yeah well, van jones is safe come on <laughs> the guy who you know? said that we've been whitewashed and then immediately be at the cpac yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've been whitewashed so the cpac so let me go to cpac <laughs> let me go to cpac i'll be right back guys i love something at cpac i gotta god, I yeah my, god damn ridiculous i left the, i left the water running which leads us to the angry white male studies course that's being offered at kansas <laughs> um university of kansas uk i uh i only skimmed that article i didn't want to read it too much but mm. They're teaching a course about... It's titled Angry White Male Studies. Uh-huh. And it's a three-credit <laughs> course examines the rise of the angry white male in parentheses in America and Britain since the 1950s, exploring the deeper sources of this emotional state while evaluating recent manifestations of male anger. Employing interdisciplinary perspectives, this course examines how both dominant and subordinate masculinities are represented and experienced in cultures, undergoing periods of rapid change connected to modernity, as well as to rights-based movements of women, people of color, homosexuals, and trans individuals. The course requires students to take Women, Gender, and Sexuality 101 or 102 as a prerequisite. They can also get written permission from the course's instructor uh, to come in. The course lists in the category, category between classes titled Pregnancy and Modern Literature and Fat Food in the Body and Global Perspectives. Um, here's the thing. You know, this they have the, they've been saying since this election that we need to learn how to reach out and understand um, right. working class people. Wink, wink. Right. Yeah. We need to reach and learn how to wink, wink, reach out to working class people. Well, here's a course that's telling you exactly how to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's, it, I think the name of the course is what's making angry people angry. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. angry white male is kind of a stereotype that people feel is dismissive of their legitimate concerns. Yeah, they're legitimate. They're legitimately and their legitimate anger at being replaced. Their economic anxiety. Right. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, and they could have called the course "Why You Mad." Yeah. Why you mad? Son? <laughs> Why you're you like, mad? You're legit. You're, you're. I'm doing air quotes. Legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> anger. Or you mad, bro? Question mark. Yeah. One hundred and one. Yeah. Why you could mad, just son? call it that. You mad, bro? <laughs> Why you mad, son? Um. So I think they're Take gonna take off that silly ass hat. They're gonna feel like they're not going to be um maybe fairly portrayed yeah. in this course. Fucking. And then you prove you prove. It's a, so you protest that class called angry white male by becoming an angry white male. I'm mad. Well, there and that's go. the thing. They the a real portrayal they will consider unfair. And it's like fair to them would be to portray them as legitimate in their concerns. Here comes a here comes a congressman. 
<laughs> Instead of a course to unite people and empower people, KU has decided to offer a class that divides the student population and could pose a Title IX violation by creating a hostile campus environment based on gender. Well, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> don't they have African American studies programs? Probably not. Is that hostile? I'm sure. I mean, other schools do. I'm just saying, in general, no one has, no congressmen have run to the floor of the house and saying, uh, "This is uh, this African American studies. It separates people." Whenever somebody talks about something being divisive, mm. you can best to believe they do divisive. They do divisive shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can best to believe that shit that they've done a lot of divisive shit in their life. Yeah. You know they live to they live to be divisive. Yeah, and they'll just do the whataboutism. Like yeah. uh, if someone brings that up, they'll be like, "Well, what about Kansas University?" It's like, "Well, you're passing laws, dude." <laughs> what about it? What are you talking about? Is that a pig over there? Where? <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> and I'm like, you you're the one who wants to understand you. I could give a fuck about you personally, <laughs> so all, I don't give a shit about you. Is it is it a mandatory or is it an elective? It's elective, right? It's an elective yeah. plus. Yeah. Probably in the psych in the psych department, get you a psych credit. It's a full <laughs> credit, three hours. Yeah, get you a psych credit. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's the thing is, the course title is a little bit of a sensationalized title for a college course because right. most college courses are just like you know very generic titles. Yeah. Uh, so it seems oh, like dude, they got a course called Fat. Well, I would like to. That's what I was It seems like maybe this school, that particular school, has uh, more descriptive titles. Yeah. But people are used to just like the generic, like psychology two hundred one, psychology yeah. three hundred one, uh, human sexuality. Like you know, they 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 were they want the course to be called yeah. that. Yeah. Fat food in the body in global perspective. And why is it bad? So I mean, and why is it bad for you? <laughs> they got classes called that. So this is not outside their realm of something to call. A, a We're seeing hairlines and why your hair turned gray. Yeah, two. <laughs> well, we ever since this election, you've been devoting, you've been trying to get us to get us to understand the angry white male. You've yeah. been trying to figure and trying to trying to get us to validate their anger. Yeah. Uh, I say fuck them to their anger. That's what I say. I don't give a fuck about your Stay mad. your little pillin' ass anger. Stay mad. Right. <laughs> stay mad. Yeah, I maybe that's care the, less. That's the two hundred one of that class. It's called stay mad. Yeah, <laughs> stay mad. <laughs> don't be mad over there, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, know? I mean, if you uh, there are a lot of courses I'm sure that study cultural trends and that have general like generic names like you know a, along those lines of cultural trends or whatever. So if the, if the course didn't have that name, no one would care. It's yeah. probably a standard course that you know documents trends and culture of certain types of people or certain <laughs> regions of people, just like a lot of other college courses. Chapter one. Conspiracy theories and why they affect you. <laughs> <laughs> angry white men. No one's ever tried to understand the angry black man other than beyond arresting us and putting us in jail. But luckily, luckily, Donald Trump is on prison reform. So right. he's on it. That's that's going to end, right? With Isaiah Washington. There you go. And, right. and Isaiah Jones. Washington. And Diamond uh, and Silk. Diamond and Silk. <laughs> <laughs> he going to be on the wall. Katrina Pearson. <laughs> C.J. Pearson. Building help us, C.J. Pearson. They're all going to work on the underlying causes of, of of the angry of the angry black male, and I think all of that amounts to them of if you just pull your pants up, 
<laughs> hey, y'all, CJ Perez, I'm an expert on racism. Did you know it doesn't exist? That's chapter one, Randolph. <laughs> <laughs> pull your pants up. Pull your up. pants up. That's first chapter. <laughs> That's I'm the class is called old. Pull Your Pants Up. Yeah. <laughs> Here is a belt. Put belt in loops. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Okay. All right. Is this gonna be on the test? <laughs> <laughs> How many loops are on a on a on a pair of pants? <laughs> Depends on the pants. That's a good answer. Chapter two: bootstraps. <laughs> you gotta pull yourself by those. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. By the bootstraps. Jesus. <laughs> Ain't nothing more American than Chuck Norris, Budweiser. <laughs> But that's that's the weird thing about that class. It's like uh, the reaction of a lot of people is like, we're not fucking angry. <laughs> like their anger in their response. You sure you're not angry? Shows you that they're a little bit angry. About fuck it. you. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like beer. Yeah. What the fuck? I like beer. You like, have you ever yeah. liked beer? Chapter three, understanding the levels of white man anger. White anger. man pays, man. <laughs> Having a tantrum as a white man level, get you on a Supreme Court. Yeah. Level one, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Level, get you on a Supreme Court. <laughs> level two, Lindsey Graham. Oh, Lindsey Graham. So that's a more, that's a, Hollering off at the mouth, letting, yeah. your, letting your friend, your friend, I'm doing air quotes, get drugged through the mud. Yeah. You can do that. Would McCain react the same way if the roles reversed and Lindsey Graham died? Well, McCain was an angry white man. Well, if, <laughs> if Trump tweeted at McCain's friend who died, I don't think McCain would be like a lap he'd, dog. He'd have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wasn't yeah. a lap dog um, he'd have a lot in, his, in his last few. He few was a lap dog to the Republicans when it came to Barack Obama. When it came yeah. to votes. But yeah. when it came to talking, yeah. he was that's where the Maverick shit came from. He voted with his party all, like 90% of the time. Yeah. But uh, at least when someone put a mic in his face and said, hey, like, let's say it was a reverse. Hey, uh, the president is tweeting, talking shit about your friend, your best friend who died. He wouldn't be like, uh, he's good to me. Yeah, <laughs> the way Lindsey Graham exactly is. Exactly what he said, by the way. He's been good to me. He's been good to me. I'm going to go play golf with him. Actually, I'm on yeah, the team. He's been good to me. I got a question. This is random. Why hasn't anybody told him? I don't understand why Secret Service anybody have yet to tell him that Mar-a-Lago is that a safety zone for government <laughs> secrets. I yeah. think they probably. I don't, I don't get it either. I don't get why he still has. Why haven't the rest of the GOP done that? Like why? He, why he still has a, a personal cell phone? Yeah, I don't get it because I remember an interview, a very vivid interview, where Barack Obama said, "The first day he became president, they took his BlackBerry. They took his BlackBerry. He was like, hey, man, I need my BlackBerry.' Like, you don't need it today. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get this shit back.' No, it's it's kind of like, uh, yeah, like they took they they had someone else watch his BlackBerry, and that person slaughtered it. Yeah, but the uh, <laughs> hey, can you uh, look over there, Barack? <laughs> and then someone over like slicing up his BlackBerry. <laughs> Running it through one of those deli slicers. He's like, I missed my trackball. Trump has <laughs> his daughter and her husband. Yep. And he can just be like, hey, look, they took my phone. I want you to run over to the Apple store and get me a phone. And they'll do it. Yeah. Because none of them uh, subscribe to the norms. Right. Like Obama, even if he was going to be like, I'm not going to do this, everyone in that room would be like, yeah, you are. Because yeah, this are. is the way it has to go. Yeah. Trump has a lot of people, Stephen Miller, all these people who are like, uh, Oh, we're just going to not yeah. do it. We're yeah. just going to decide not to do it. Yeah. The tax return thing, we're going to decide not to, we're going to order the IRS not to release my tax returns, which is not even in his purview, mm -hmm. but he thinks he can do it. Uh, I tweeted this, but <laughs> Trump said he didn't want to show his tax returns because he's under audit. And as soon as the audit ends, he'll show them. And then he's just perpetually, even three days ago said, still audited, man. You know, like he's still yeah. saying that, but he's trying to get his lawyer to order the IRS not to release the returns. If he has that authority, then conceivably he also has the authority to order the IRS to just stop the audit. Yep. So wouldn't 
that make more sense if you go by what he said, which is I want to release them, but I'm under audit, then just tell the IRS, hey, we hereby bequeath that you no longer audit Donald yeah. Trump. And then the release. So it, no one has asked that question when they've had like the fucking Kellyanne Conway's of the world on or whatever. No one has said, well, why doesn't he just order them to not audit him? Well, she's going to be like, I hear your facts. So now allow yeah. me to present you with these alternative facts. The American got to keep hammering people. The they American don't do people want to talk about jobs. They don't no, want to talk about taxes. You got to just keep hammering people. Yeah. They don't, they don't, and not, I don't mean hammering them by getting louder or anything. You just got to go. At, don't, don't let them deviate you off. Don't let, they let them themselves pivot. get deviated off and pivoted all the time. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't want to talk about it, then this, this this exhibit is closed. Kind of like <laughs> this is the, the shit's um, over. There's no point in and also, discussion. There, if that person says, "Well, I'm never going to do your show again," well, okay, no liars on my show again. Yeah, you know? <laughs> there you go. No pieces of shit. On I'm my fine. Show. I'm fine with that. Don't yeah. don't do my show. I'll talk to a cardboard cutout of you. Yeah, <laughs> let's just do that. Yeah, it'll be just as it'll be just as informative. And now we have Kellyanne Cardboard on the air. <laughs> just, Kellyanne, just as informative. Never. <laughs> they so let what, people just they let them pivot and get away. Just you. What you call it? Got some um, heat for having Steve Bannon on CNN. Oh yeah. Give What's he doing a, there? Give, give Don some, Lemon or there's no point in him being there. No. Yeah. There's, did, there's no point in being there. What's he doing there? Don't be don't be don't be don't be shy. Shocked if they pull Hillary from the duck from the dugout and tell her to run for president. Yeah, like, well, what? Are, but, yeah, but what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. Whenever they ask a Republican about Democrats running for office, I just need a Democrat on that panel to go. I don't even fuck what this person has to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's your colleague. No. What, why would I believe that any Republican strategist has anything positive to say about any Democrat? Why would I believe that? Yeah. You've just spent. Years now telling me that we're so partisan and so divided, but now I'm right. supposed to believe what this person has to say about <laughs> about what we're supposed to do? That doesn't make sense. Also, if if you're going to have Steve Bannon on your show, how can the first question every time not be, hey, did you know you were going to be on TV today? <laughs> <laughs> like, look at you, man. Like, nothing is, the hair is all out of whack, like Doc Brown from uh, Back to the Future. You've got a weird pasty thing going on in his face he's got all these splotches all over him like didn't you know isn't there a makeup department in that room <sighs> he comes on he looks like he just uh like he like he died and came back <laughs> to life basically <laughs> and then they just let him spout off about whatever like as though he's an authority on anything which they let is, him just they let him just talk yeah and, and then it's like it's, then you have that split screen that now you're memed if you're don yeah. you're just split screen with you and there's Steve no point in him being on, so don't have him on your show. Yeah. There's no point. Maybe that is the cleaned up Steve Bannon. Probably. That might this, be. This is the best he can do. Fresh What's, from the shower. Yeah. Post the makeup. This is the best he can do. <laughs> be like, hold on, cut. We've got to freshen up your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, best he can do. He had uh, nine hours in the makeup chair, and this is the best he has. <laughs> That's all we got. I'm sweating. The makeup Imagine sweating. Steve Bannon first thing in the morning. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. I saw a picture of William Barr with yellow, yellow, yellow teeth. Yeah. They're like yellow starbursts, but darker. Does he smoke a lot? Mm-hmm. A lot of neglect probably going Smoking. on there. All of them look evil. Yeah, <laughs> Giuliani has the the bottom teeth are like that. Yeah, all a lot of, of people just get the top teeth fixed, and the bottom ones they just like no one's going to see them. And then, but these people are photographed so much. There's a lot of pictures of them yeah. with their mouth open talking, and you see this uh, this just disaster area. They just look pitiful. <laughs> oh. They just look pitiful. I just hmm. I don't understand them. No, no. Yeah. 
All right, y'all. Listen, I'm gonna bring this one home. Yeah, Mike B has to Mike go watch WrestleMania. Things he has to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm already, thank I'm you guys. already doing it. We want to thank you guys for coming happen. in, gang, oh. gang. Y'all know where we're at. The rest of y'all, check our social media. Yeah, y'all know where we're at. Um, hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. As always, we enjoy bringing it to you. Uh, get at us. Come back on Monday. Pod, uh, fucking freeloaders. Think about joining in. I have some interviews with um, Chris Lamberth as well as hopefully Dr. Bambi. Yeah. About us and uh, the best of friends. So. Movie reviews. Come, best of enemies. Movie reviews. I don't want any of those kids in my school. A little bit of conversation. So y'all come on back. We'll be here for y'all. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Mike B. Hey, we're three guys on. We're out. Gang, gang. Some pig. WrestleMania.